Ecuadorian Sumatra. That's a wrapper. And it's a wrapper that is used for me in some of my absolute favorite cigars. That bit of spice, that bit of, what is it, a white pepper, maybe a little bit of citrus, depending on the cigar, depending on the person. The Ecuadorian Sumatra leads to an excellent cigar, and it's the wrapper used in cigars that I love, uh, like from Oliva, or is it Oliva, the Milanio. I love that. What Four Kicks does with the Ecuadorian Sumatra, I adore. And this also is from Four Kicks, the Capa Especial. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke, where you eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. That's what it is. The Crowned Heads, Four Kicks, Capa Especial, Sublime, with that Ecuadorian wrapper that I got to think is for everybody. I got to think that if you're trying cigars, you got to look for that wrapper and see what kind of flavors it can offer you. Now, Four Kicks, I adore and love. This is Crowned Heads. Uh, the, the, the Traveler from Luciano, that is uh, the Ecuadorian Sumatra, unless I have it confused with the Dreamer, in which case I'm about to get a tremendous amount <laughs> of, of, of emails right there. The Sublime is a 6x54. It's six inches long. Tee-hee. Always makes Fingers Malloy laugh. And the 54 is the ring gauge. It's the diameter. Really, how thick the cigar is around. Tee-hee. Again, with the laughter from Fingers Malloy. Now, the, the makeup here is something that's worth your time. I'm a, as I said, rather big, rather good, rather large fan of what it is this has to offer. So this is Dominican in, in, the, in, the, in the filler, I should say. Dominican with a bit of Nicaraguan. It's, it's, the binder is Nicaraguan, but it's that Ecuadorian wrapper. This plays towards the full side and fingers. Do you feel that wrapper? Yes. That's lusciously fun. It is not the kind of suede kind of luscious, but you can feel the oil. There's the slightest bit of grit. And this thing is built like a Mac freaking truck. Lusciously Fun was my nickname in college. Was it? Yes. Was it? That is my only fan's name. <laughs> this is, it's just everything about this feels right. It, that, that's a, just a good size. This is about the, the biggest I want to go with a ring gauge for mouthfeel, right? And it, it, I know, haha, <laughs> tee it's funny. See what I did? I stole your yeah, line. Right. But it just works, feels great, magnificent in the hand, and just lit this up. Couldn't be more happy at the it's moment. It's beefy in the hand is what it is. Uh, listen, you, you get the, the notes. are It's spicy. Uh, you get uh, the, the flavor of tobacco. Uh, maybe white pepper, like you said. One thing that's hitting me right off the bat is there's a tremendous amount of smoke, and it's it's delightful. It's, it's definitely uh, a very enjoyable cigar in the first third. Now, this comes uh, from, from, this is done with the E.P. Carrillo guys, right? So this is out of the, of the Dominican, and I always get the name wrong. I'm actually going to read it to make sure I still get it wrong. The, the <laughs> Tabacalera Alianza, that's the factory that this uh, comes out of. Now, when we review a cigar, we review it in thirds. That's the way it's done, first third, second third, final third, and things change as you smoke it. Make sure you're writing things down. What'd you eat that day? What'd you drink that day? As you know, Fingers Malloy is carb-free, so there's no way he had any fast food oh, today at all. carb-free. That is three fad diets ago, oh, Tony. Yes. I can't keep up. I understand. No, it's intermittent fasting now, which is great. I've got a six-hour eat window where I can cram everything into my face. <laughs> 
and I'm losing weight, which is even Are you? Yeah, I'm down, uh, let's see, uh, 11 pounds now in a month and a half. You're, you're going to be up 11 pounds <laughs> by this afternoon because we have Blarney Stones to eat, and I'll get oh, into what that boy. is uh, coming up. Um, this cigar feels right, and that's one of the things that I so enjoy about it. We talk about the wiffle ball bat, right? That, right. That's, that's our title, right? That's our name, copyright, all rights reserved. That's when a cigar just feels too light. Like, there's just not enough with, within it. This feels absolutely perfect. And what a beautiful, beautiful look at the construction uh, of this. You can really make out the leaf in an absolutely gorgeous way. It is this dark chocolate brown with hints of, of almost like, like, a, like a deep brown or, or a black. And it is thrown off smoke like it's its job. Yeah, it's fantastic. And... The thing is, uh, it's so much more pleasant to look at than the cigar that we did a review on last week, and the name escapes me. We uh, did the Avo Maestro, M-A-E-S-T-O-S-O, which looks like a big hot mess, but smoked beautifully. Yes, it did. Beautifully. Yes. The XO. This is much more pleasant to look at. Oh, yes. Uh, and uh, like you said, and I mentioned earlier, I mean, the, the smoke coming off of this thing is is it's tremendous and it's burning um, nice and even. It's very well constructed. See, I do not have the even. I got a touch of canoe oh. over there, so I'm I'm moving this thing around and playing with it. I'm not bothered by it though. I do. I am someone who likes the even burn, and it's an OCD kind of thing when it when it's not happening. You can touch it up here and there. Sometimes just just leave it alone a bit. Let it figure itself out. You know what I've noticed, Tony. Uh, and you got in trouble on social media this week over this uh, because you posted a picture of your cigar and someone had ash envy. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that, but you had a good two and a half inches of ash going and you just you didn't even mention the ash in the picture. But as we all know, social media is terrible. Correct. By the way, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash eat, drink, smoke. Would you please? <laughs> but uh, I see nothing wrong with being happy with your ash. I did, did so what? Someone, I didn't even notice. Someone got, they thought it was wrong that I would post it. Oh, a, yes. You know, you're bragging about your ash. Well, so I call it ash envy. They, well, I'm going to brag about my ash. <laughs> it was long and it was glorious. <laughs> That's all there. I'm, I'm going to be embarrassed by such a thing. Nonsense. I'm not going to have any part of it. Uh, when you break these down to thirds, write down what you're experiencing and, and what you're feeling including a, a couple things about how, how it feels and, how, and that draw, right? The draw is how easily you can bring it into the mouth. Always remember you are not inhaling. This is not going into the lungs. This is about toasting the palate and utilizing all the parts to be able to get flavor, not only the tongue, but the top uh, of the mouth, the palate, as, as we're talking about. And then you can do things like, like retrohale, which is how you can kind of bring it through the sinuses, the nose having so many more abilities to pick up flavors than just uh, the, the, the mouth. But when we talk, one of the things that I notice is that we'll talk spice and we'll talk white pepper. We've gotten good enough to be able to make some levels of, dis of distinguishing. There's a difference between white pepper and red pepper flake. Yeah. Right? You did a uh, cigar review the other day where you were noticing the red pepper flake. These are different feels of, of, the, of the size, the heat, the intensity, the bigness of, of the spice that you're getting, right? Is this spicy like if you were gonna have something with cayenne pepper? No, no, not at all. It's a way of describing the overall. I do get a lovely bit of tobacco over here. That Sumatra for me always brings a, a, a I, I, do I wanna call it a, a level of, of sweet 
maybe is, is, is what I want to call it. I always find myself absolutely gravitating. What I get is that wonderful earthy. I love that. I love that earthy feel of a cigar, that tobacco-esque of a cigar, what nature intended to put in there and how uh, these blenders kind of came up with this. This is the Four Kicks. It is the Capa Especial. We're doing the Sublime, the 6x54. And I have not been disappointed by Crowned Heads near ever. What John Huber and that team are doing, they're doing absolutely right. And you could start with just the red label, Four Kicks, and then move into the limited edition. But you don't have to just move up to this. You can give this a try. Oh, is this lovely? This is Eat Drink Smoke. So as we come to you, we are days away from St. Patrick's Day. And unfortunately, so many places across the country not having St. Patrick's Day celebrations still because of COVID. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there, America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy. But one of the traditions of St. Patrick's Day, or one of the traditions of, of Ireland, uh, the, the idea of kissing the Blarney Stone, which I assume you could find on Urban Dictionary. But kissing the Blarney Stone, Fingers Malloy, something you grew up with being an Irish man. I was born on the Blarney Stone. That is not true at all. Are you Irish? Yes. That's Malloy. What I, I figured as much, but I was just, for some reason, double-checking. From the Malloy region of Ireland. That's not a place. So the Blarney Stone comes from, you know, Blarney Castle, built by Cormac McCarthy in 1446. You kiss the Blarney Stone. You, you are bestowed with uh, the gift of eloquence. But we were trying to figure out what could we talk about food-wise, share food-wise, that's all about St. Patrick's Day. And there's corned beef and cabbage. And there's very little, or, or something having to do with a potato. There's very little, honestly, you can do when it comes uh, to St. Patrick's Day and food, right? Oh, it, it's a difficult one. You can I, drink. The, the beer is your food. I'm not <laughs> saying no. And that's when I came across Grandma Models Blarney Stones. It's a dessert, Fingers Malloy, and we made them to experience right here. Now, the recipe comes from all recipes, and it was just, I thought, a really, there's no reason why it's called this, right? There's nothing specifically or particularly Irish uh, about this, right? It is pound cake that you then cover in frosting and then roll in crushed peanuts. That's what it is. So, so it's a payday bar. But it's pound cake. Okay. Yeah, there's a difference. Yeah. If only because the payday bar has no pound cake. Are you sure about that? I've done the math. <laughs> so it's pound cake that's cut into cubes. Mm -hmm. And then you take confectioner's sugar, you take milk, you take a vanilla extract, and you mix that together, create yourself a little frosting. You take the pound cake, dip it into the frosting, take that, roll it in the peanuts, put it on wax paper, let it dry, if you will, and then you get this very cool... Uh, easily pop into your mouth dessert. This is it, fingers and wine. Oh, look at it. It's that right there. Amazing. Try that right there. Take one. No, just take one. Just take, oh, you can take, take the whole two. tray. Can't have the whole tray. Oh, wow. Can't have the whole tray. That is a Blarney Stone right there. Nice big cube. All right. Easy to do. We'll have the recipe up uh, there on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash eat, drink, smoke. Uh, we couldn't make corned beef and cabbage. We just have no way of, of bringing that uh, to the show, although we should make a video about corned beef and cabbage because there's ways to do it. Should we? Well, it's delicious. Is it? Yeah. What? Yes. No. Cabbage? What's corned wrong beef. with you? I'm on the corned beef train. I've got nine recipes of cabbage with bacon. 
There are nine, like, like, which is always delicious because it's bacon. How about nine recipes of bacon? Sans cabbage? Yes. You don't know what you're doing. No. Take, take a bite. Tell me what you think. No, right there. Right, right away, this is, feels more like sponge cake than pound cake. Because that's not a full pound. Because oh, we cut it into cubes. that's what it is. Okay. See what we did there? There it is. Taking a bite. I've already had them. They're delicious, people. How can you go wrong? Mm. Right? So the sugar sweet, the pound cake consistency. This is a Dolly Madison donut. The mm-hmm. tiny donuts. That's what this tastes like. It's fantastic. Yeah, the donuts you can get that are encrusted in peanuts. Yes. That's exactly what it is. And me, I'm eating it. I had a whole one. A whole one, Fingers Molloy. Ladies and gentlemen, you have no idea how good this is. When Tony will eat an entire pastry. Yes. I'm applauding myself. Give myself a little bit of a golf clap right there. Usually, he'll take half a bite. He'll put it down. He'll say, I can't have any more. It'll go straight to my thighs. Right. But this time around, went all the way through with it, ate the whole thing. And, okay, it's coronavirus age. Right. I want to lick my fingers, but I'm not going to because I'm not a savage. But I want to lick my fingers. Because you can lick your own fingers. Yeah, but then I'm doing fingers. things at the bar, and then you know, oh, that's like, right. That's I'm weird. touching things, and then people freak out that you lick your fingers, and it's a whole thing. So it's it's a great easy to do recipe if you've got kids. Super easy to make it with them, and a and a, and a lot of fun. And you get, oh, did the peanut go down the wrong way? You know what's not fun? <laughs> Peanuts on radio. <laughs> By the way, anybody who's done radio for half a second knows you do not eat any. That's not something you snack on while you're doing the show. You don't snack on that at all and in any way. You, 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 you avoid that. And it's also like we do something wrong with radio. We have open drinks. Yes. You never have an open drink. Oh, we're doing so many things. We got the, the cigars with the, look, and I've got two and a half inches of ash right now over the equipment, over the computer. This is expensive radio equipment, Tony. We, it costs tens of dollars. We play by our own rules. We live dangerously. <laughs> that much we do. So it's called the Blarney Stone. Grandma models, M-O-T-T-L-E apostrophe S. Really simple, easy recipe. And I like it. You can use it uh, all weather. I think it's very, very cool. I don't know if it's particularly, you know, St. Patrick's Day, but eh, I did my best. With ice cream. This would oh, be fantastic. Oh, yeah, right? Mix it in. Oh, yes. A little chunks of it. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know if you'd want to... Would you put it in the microwave and warm this up with ice cream? What do, you, what do you mean? Warm it up and then put it on the ice cream? Well, have you know, warm it in a bowl and then put the ice cream on top. Or do you think that's too much? No. That's don't living don't, too dangerously. I don't think there's such a thing. I think if you like that, do that. Uh, listen, I like warm pound cake. Growing up in Jersey, pound cake was you got it at the diner. And if you ordered it right, you had them heated up on the griddle. I will right? Be, That's the way to do it. And then uh, you buttered it, and it was glorious. I'll be honest with you. We don't have a much homemade pound cake around the house. That's just not something we bake. You should. Uh, I, yeah, more of a brownie crew Yeah, at the Malloy household. Well, so you sometimes you now, gotta, you, yeah. you expand to expand the horizons. That's all I'm saying. What do you got as a story? Well, my first question to you, Tony, is uh, did you use freshly cracked eggs with this when we made the pound cake when you made the pound cake when they made the pound cake yes i mean you can also buy a pound cake or you can really just use a vanilla cake you can kind of do anything you want with 
with with the, with the Blarney Stone well, dessert here. So then you are in line with the fine folks at Tim Hortons who made a huge announcement that across the United States they are now proudly serving freshly cracked eggs in all their breakfast sandwiches. And my question is, I thought everyone did that with their breakfast. Absolutely sandwich. not. The eggs are pre-done and they take them out and they warm them up. How else do you do fast food? I mean, it's in the name. How, it's in the name. How long does it take to crack an egg? Longer than you want to wait for your sandwich. That's how long it takes to crack an egg. You have an egg cracker. At this point, it's 2021. Don't we have an egg cracking machine that we can have? You mean hands? The, there you People's go. Hand. It's still, you still have to cook the egg. Physics doesn't change. I do not want... To believe that McDonald's, Burger King, uh, White Castle, they don't use freshly cracked eggs. Then I don't want to. Then I don't you shouldn't believe, believe that. I, I, I don't. Don't ruin this for me, Tony. Are you ready for the Easter Bunny too? Oh, stop it! Don't do this. Please tell me Peeps uses freshly cracked eggs in the Peeps. <laughs> there are eggs in the Peeps. <laughs> they they may look like chickens, but they're not chickens. Listen, if if this helps Tim Hortons kind of uh, reach people who want that more fresh, wholesome breakfast thing, uh, let them. But you go to Tim Hortons for donuts and coffee. You're not worried about fresh anything. If they, it's it's marketing, that's all. It's not going to stop me from eating an egg McMuffin right now. Do you have an egg McMuffin? Currently, no, oh, I don't have one. And I thought we were friends. This is Eat Drink Smoke. Eat, drink, smoke. It is your cigar, bourbon, foodie, radio extravaganza. Tony Katz, that right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. It is the four kicks from Crowned Heads, the Capa Especial, the uh, six by 54, still working through the first third. Pleased as punch, young man. Yes, I am very happy with this. I'm, I'm actually getting into the second third. I'm smoking a little bit faster than you are, and uh, the smoke... Still a healthy amount of smoke coming off of this stick. The one thing we didn't talk about in the first segment, Tony, uh, do we have a price point on we this? We do have a price point. You can find this for about thirteen ninety nine a stick. $13.99. That's Absolutely. a yes? Absolutely. Yes, that's in my humidor at this price. And it. we're probably looking at, what, about an a little over an hour, I'm so guessing? It, it really depends, right? Being a 54, for me, that little bit larger uh, uh, of the ring gauge, I'll take a little more time. To smoke it probably an hour 20 is where I would be if I wasn't sitting here uh, talking with you and, and, and talking with everybody else right so I'm on my back deck I'd say an hour hour 20 is is where this is at but it's throwing it's funny having the the, the Blarney Stone changing some things up yes ju- just a, a, a touch everything is now that little bit of of sweeter going on oh for you yeah that, for me it brought up more of the spice did it really yeah that's funny that is funny no but easy or that earth tone is is so much of what I look for in a cigar. I'm super happy. Now, I've had people ask me this before, so I will ask you because you, uh, of the two of us, are much more knowledgeable about these sticks. Uh, when you say earthy, how would you describe an earthy note? Uh, so so I'm, in many ways, I'm actually talking about dirt. I am talking about something that is, um, you know, sometimes I talk about big tobacco, but when that tobacco is a little muddled, I guess, is the way I would describe it, that's what, for me, becomes earthy. There's a, there's a little bit of richness in there. There's a little bit of... of there, I, w- I want to say there's a touch of harsh, but it's not the right word. I'm not, it's not the right word. It is that it is this very base 
comforting kind of, of, of feel. But literally, the, think of the smell of dirt and now apply that to a flavor. And for some people, it's like, that's, that's weird. I find that remarkably wonderful and really adds to a cigar and gives it that bottom, that depth that I, that I in, enjoy, right? If, if that pepper, if that white pepper, or sometimes a bit of citrus or a bit of cocoa is, is like this, this bright note, like, like hay or wood in a cigar is this bright note. The earth is that bottom. The leather is that bottom. And for me, that's what has to be there in order for me to enjoy the thing overall. Otherwise, it's, it's too simplistic. And I can't, I, can't get a, a great, I can't get a great experience from it. Now, I, you mentioned at the beginning of the show uh, the, the flavor profile that you were getting off of this. And at one point, you did briefly mention citrus. Are you still getting citrus out of the, this? The Blarney Stone has completely messed me up. Really? <laughs> right? There, no, no, I, 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 do, I don't uh, get that. And, and I, it's, I, every now and then I do get that from, from a cigar. I get that kind of citrus uh, feel. And it usually it plays as, as orange as opposed to, to lemon or anything like that. But it's it's just this, it's, it's, it's a way of describing some of the sweetness, I guess, and some of the, the depth that I, I, I get from the tobacco and certainly it could be a conversation of primings right where it's coming from on on the tobacco plant uh, for for sure but it just it, it that's what hit me in the beginning right now I'm getting much more of that earth that white pepperish is still yeah. absolutely there and it's kind of ping-ponging which is so wonderful right the earth is really within the, the full of the of the palate that white pepper is the tip of the tongue yeah, right there is where it's hitting for me. the The white pepper really came out after the Blarney Stone, which is it. it, it it's still very pleasant smoke, and I like white pepper, so uh, I'm not. Right. I'm the, not. I don't have a problem with it. The smoke coming it. off of this is glorious and gorgeous. Oh, it looks like we're in the middle of some sort of backroom deal that we're going to strike with all the smoke in the air. Just off these two sticks, it's, and it's and amazing. This, is, and this right here is how you elect presidents. That's right. <laughs> it's how it's done. It's time, fingers, Malloy, for news of the week. Oh, Tony, what? Coronavirus. Not a thing. It's over. It's over. I am not a doctor. Don't listen to me. Well, listen, we have talked about the coronavirus and how it's had an impact on business around the country and executive orders have clamped down on bars and restaurants. And a lot of these executive orders are being loosened as uh, the vaccine has come out and, uh, you know, the, the numbers are declining. Something odd has happened in the state of Michigan just in the last couple of weeks, Tony. That's shocking. <laughs> a cigar aficionado reports that the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services issued a mandate late last month stating that masks must be worn at all times in smoking lounges and that the removal of a mask could have severe legal and financial consequences. So they shut down cigar lounges without being strong enough, tough enough to say the words because you can't smoke a cigar with a mask. You don't pull down a cigar and then, and then take a puff. They really said, well, yes. there's only one thing for us to do, Fingers Malloy. We have to do the next show from Michigan. I say we have a, a, a great Michigan smoke out. <laughs> So we go to Lansing. Did they say how long this was in effect? Wait, you mean you could have been in a cigar lounge two months ago, six months ago, and now you can't do it? That's what makes it feel like you have some bureaucrats here who are trying to use the coronavirus as an excuse to 
clamp down on a behavior that they aren't. This in is why favor people of. hate politicians. This 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 is why there's no science in this. There's no mathematics that makes sense in this. Listen to this. Failure to comply will result in a misdemeanor punishable by up to one year in jail for the smoker and or a $200 fine and may result in a civil citation of $1,000 for each violation or day that the violation continues. I'll do a year in a Michigan jail. Michigan jail? What are you kidding? I'll be like the Johnny Cash of our time. Hey, just mention that you like Kid Rock and Eminem. You'll sail oh, through. That have, that's it? That's all you have to do. You'll huh. sail through. I, did, I didn't know there, was, there were buzzwords I have to use. That Barry Sanders. Boy, I tell you. <laughs> I'm clear. This is embarrassing. Well, along with, And this is hate. Yeah. And along with that, businesses that permit smoking on their premises may also be cited for the violation. So they're going after the smoker. They're going after the lounge. They're going after everyone. And as far as uh, cigar aficionados reporting, this is until further notice. So we don't know when these regulations are going to be scaled back. When it was February 1st in Michigan where they said, okay, you could be open 25% capacity for restaurants and you could eat and drink without wearing a mask. But you can't smoke. Honestly, bring on the lawsuits. Every lawsuit. There, there, there aren't enough lawsuits that you should bring against Governor Whitmer and this entire team. It, it, of course it's targeting. Of course it's saying, hmm, we don't like smoking and confusing cigarettes and cigars because that's what immature, erratic people who know nothing do. And how else am I supposed to describe Governor Gretchen Whitmer right now? It's so frustrating. You're trying to run a business and... As we know, we've been doing this show for some time, and you've been smoking cigars for some time. These sticks aren't cheap. And here you are as a a small business owner. You're filling your humidor, paying what you need to pay to get these sticks into your business. And the state just waltzes in one day and says, "You you can't sell these anymore. You can sell them, but the people who come in here, they can't smoke them like you thought they were going to be able to. The lounges in Michigan were allowed to open over the summer at 50% capacity. In the summer, they were fine. Now they're not. As the numbers are going down. That's not science. And, and look, we try very hard uh, on this show not to get into the politics, right? This is about avoiding that stuff. We do this for a living, guys. Mm. We dig in on these things. This is, this is targeting. It's exactly what it is. Nothing is more of a great equalizer than the Cigar Lounge. People of every type, people of every race, people of every socioeconomic strata, men and women, everybody is in a Cigar Lounge, and they're always enjoying each other, always polite, always cordial. This is absolutely targeting an industry, a mom-and-pop industry. We will find out if lawsuits are happening. We'll figure out how we we can help, how we can be of service. This is a sin. This is an absolute sin what they're doing here. So if you're in Michigan, you know people in Michigan, start paying attention to the story. We'll, we'll find out where we can get involved. We're getting involved, Fingers Malloy. We're getting yes, involved. Please. Oh, holy crap. This is Eat Drink Smoke. Absolutely loving how the distillery world is getting into providing assistance for all sorts of relief. There's COVID relief where people are are making uh, bottles of bourbon. Of course, I did it with a rye whiskey here in Indiana called Recovery Rye, recoveryrye.com. And they're helping in, in helping people who have been facing natural disasters. 
Chris Stapleton has joined that cause. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. There is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, wherever fine music or podcasts are sold. And if you already listened to the podcast, you're doing good work. Don't forget to share it with somebody you love. Chris Stapleton, whose voice just knocks me over. Joining with Buffalo Trace and E.H. Taylor Jr., to raise money. They're auctioning off autographed bottles of their bottled in bond single barrel bourbon. Now, bottled in bond is actually a legal term, right? Same same distiller, same distilling season, right? There's a couple specific things that you need to be a bottled in bond uh, bourbon, and they are putting this uh, out there. Of course, Texas got hit by those brutal, brutal ice storms just a month ago. Uh, just flat out horror show that people were out of power for a week it was very, very rough. There's a lot of stories about the, the what happened with the grid and conversation about power. Most importantly, people were really impacted, really affected. So Chris Stapleton going go to work here. And I think one of the bottles um, is currently uh, bidded. The bidding is happening over $16,000. This according to southernliving.com. So do you drink it? Yeah, I drink it. If, if, if it gets to eighteen grand. You 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 drink the bottle and 100%. then you and then you keep the bottle and you put it up on the mantle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I would, I I absolutely would. Look, you you're you're doing you're you're donating for a cause, right? You can keep it on the shelf and tell the story, or you can drink it and tell the story. So you might as well drink it and tell the story. I mean, I'm not saying there aren't things you wouldn't want to hold on to. I'm not saying there aren't things you don't want to. Collect. We we've talked about collectors who have been able to sell their entire collection. Uh, one guy of McAllen uh, allowed his kid to buy his first home. It's pretty impressive. But no, I drink it. I think you should drink it. Why wouldn't you? I just think it's great that people are 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 doing this more and more. By the way, we did do this with rye whiskey in Indiana to help uh, hospitality workers. It's called Recovery Rye. RecoveryRye.com, and uh, you can find it at RecoveryRye.com. And it's been it's been going great. I'm thrilled with how well uh, it did, and I'm very, I'm very happy with the ride. It's only available in Indiana. Sorry, guys. Uh, but we wanted to do our part, and we knew we could get this together, so we did. And it's been successful, and I'm glad to see other people do it. Yeah, it's great that they're doing this, especially, you know, you, you covered what happened in, in Texas, but it also raises awareness about what happened in Kentucky. I was unaware of the massive flooding that happened in Kentucky, yeah. and that's part of the relief effort with this auction as well. This is the first I've heard that they're having, they had these devastating floods it in Kentucky. It is fascinating how when things don't happen in very big population centers, we don't hear about it. The derechos that took place in Iowa, these are these like crazy pop-up storms, and the flooding that took place there and in parts of Nebraska, brutal. It was a story for 45 seconds. Yeah. And it's because, well, it, it's, it's not New York and it's not Los Angeles. And, and it, it's, it's, it's this, we, we, don't, we, we seem not to pay attention to stories that hit the middle of the nation. We should pay attention to stories that hit the middle of the nation. We should be paying attention to what's happening to people. And when we can, we, we, should, we should help out. Now, now, Fingers Malloy, I have to take this moment. I have finally, at long last, I, Tony Katz, have my very own promo code. Oh. And it is promo code uh, Tony. The MyPillow people who make, I, I use their pillows, fantastic pillows. They're also making sheets. And they're also making 
towels, right? The towels are super absorbent. We use them in, in our house. The sheets, the Giza sheets, uh, they are just spectacular. Incredibly soft, incredibly breathable, that sateen weave, that luxurious finish. And now you can use promo code TONY to get your own and get the deal. All the products available in a variety of colors and sizes, machine washable, completely durable, comes with a 10-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee. So you go to MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com is where you go. And uh, you get, listen, here's here's the deal. Uh, Six-piece towel sets and Giza sheets are buy one, get one free. Use promo code Tony, T-O-N-Y. Use promo code Tony at checkout. You can call 800-873-0758 as well. MyPillow.com. Use the promo code Tony, T-O-N-Y, or call 800-873-0758 for buy one, get one on all the six-piece towel sets and the Giza Dream sheets. Great stuff. Uh, Made in America. Couldn't be more happy with what they're doing and glad they're here. I wanted to get back to Michigan. Okay. I wanted to get back to the Michigan story because... This is just flat out offensive. I am, I am all sorts of, of in uh, in the riot. So for the people at WBCH, where we are are heard there uh, in 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 Michigan. That's that's uh, Grand Rapids, Kalamazoo, uh, Battle Creek on ninety three point one FM. Uh, reach out to us. Let us know. How, we want to know about cigar lounges in your area. So what's happening is Michigan is saying that if you're in a cigar lounge, you have to wear your mask at all times. If you take your mask off to smoke a cigar, you can get seriously fined. You can go to jail. But when they opened up cigar lounges in the summer, 50% capacity, there were none of these rules. And all we're hearing about are states opening up. Wyoming, no more mask, day, mask mandate. Texas, no more mask mandate. Uh, Mississippi, no more mask mandate. Maryland is opening up. They're still keeping the mask mandate, but they're opening up. And of course, restaurants and bars are saying that if you're eating or drinking, you don't have to wear a mask. I'm a fa- I'm I'm out of my head, and so if you're there uh, at, at WBCH, reach out. Let us know if you're a cigar lounge in the area. If it, the station, please let us know how we can help these people. I'm I'm out of my mind about this story. It's so frustrating. I'm from Michigan. I do a radio show in Michigan. Uh, I've seen I've got friends who own businesses and how they've been. Uh, damaged over the past year this just doesn't make any sense i mean the numbers are going down and now all of a sudden we're, we're going to say that well it's not safe for smokers uh cigar and that's smokers just it. that's just it it is it is this part of it that's just this is frustrating it's frustrating and angering and what can't just sit on the sidelines right winston churchill he did not sit on the sidelines. No, that man did not. Give it up for Winston Churchill. Right there. Love. Uh, there is a cigar box that was found. A case once owned by Winston Churchill. And it is this Art Deco rosewood box. And it um, discovered with actual cigars in it. And a pocket knife that has Winston Churchill's name engraved on it. And it's getting auctioned off, and they expect it to get 10,000 uh, pounds in the UK, which is equivalent to, uh, my math's a little off, $14 billion <laughs> US. Um, this is worth the 10,000 pounds. I guess that'd be about $12,000. I would write that check. It's not even a debate. I'll write that check right now. You tell me how I can do this. Here's the thing about that I would love to have that. 
Uh, but what do you do with it once you have it? Do you display it in the house? Yes. It's an art piece. It is an exceptional, exceptional art piece. But now, are you paranoid with it in the home? That, okay, uh, you know, it's going to be obviously uh, known. Well, if you, unless it's a private auction, people are going to find out that you bought the cigar box. Right. That's a pretty big deal. Winston I'm Churchill's cigar box. Under a, a glass case, lock and key, surrounded by a river of gas <laughs> that I can light on fire at a moment's notice. A cigar yes. box moat is yes. what you're saying. <laughs> oh, are you kidding? By the way, the thing is gorgeous. It, it is beautiful. Simple. It, I, and I like a simple when it comes to this. And like the cigars, like one of them has Churchill's face on it. It's, it's so... So cool. Uh, you also have to check out the cigar we're doing right now from Crowned Heads. This is the Four Kicks Capa Especial. I'm into the second third. It is actually built in some of that spice. The Blarney Stone has passed. <laughs> That's a dessert. You can get the recipe at facebook.com slash eatdrinksmoke. Built in some of that spice. That earth is still there. That Sumatra wrapper is doing exactly what it's supposed to do. Oh, is this good? This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Getting ready for St. Patrick's Day. Now it's not going to be the same because a lot of there are a lot of parades that aren't happening because of coronavirus, and maybe your favorite bar isn't having the celebration they would normally have. But that doesn't mean you can't celebrate St. Patrick's Day with a good, worthy Irish whiskey like Tullamore Dew. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. And this is the Tullamore Dew 12-Year Irish Whiskey. Now, Irish Whiskey, as a rule, is, is, is a blend, right? You've got the grain and unmalted barley whiskey. You've got malt whiskey, pot still whiskey, right? And how these things are mixed and come together. The Tullamore Dew is a name that's been around for forever. It's one of the original names, and it kind of got purchased and then fell behind things like Jameson's, things like that. But it is a great name in Irish whiskey. I think right at this point, it's like the second most popular uh, Irish whiskey. And this, the 12-year, is a, is a pretty interesting uh, mix, right? You, we, we haven't done the nose yet, Fingers Malloy, as, as we like to do and give it a, a bit of a kind of a feel, describe what's going on with this. But just to note that Irish whiskey is different than bourbon, right? Bourbon is the American drink, as by law. Scotch, that's only Scotland. Irish whiskey is this mix of, of things that you can do uh, with it. We always try it neat, and we take a take a bit on the nose, fingers, Malloy. Where are you? As okay. We take a take a. That was a sniff. We actually we, we went for silence for the sniff. Dramatic pause. It's great for radio. Uh, for me, on the nose, sweet citrus is what I'm getting. Tony. Yeah, that is there. That is really right there. Now, it's funny is there's no overwhelming alcohol that, that comes uh, from this at all, but it does have that floral citrus kind of feel to it. It's, a, it's, it's pale. I mean, that's the best way to describe that right there. It is indeed pale in, in, in its color, but it's just a nice, easy nose and easy flavor going on right there. I can't say that there's... A tremendous amount happening, right? I can't say that it's the, I got these multiple things happening, uh, uh, bringing it to me, but that citrus is clear. That citrus was called a zest, whatever you want to call it. Punching nice, punching absolutely lovely. Okay. 
Mm. I'm going in. Are you? He's taking the sip. Tell him we're due. This is the 12-year. We do it neat and then decide whether we're going to bring it to a cube or just chip, add a little cool water. Go for it, Fingers Malloy. He takes uh, the sip, getting ready for St. Patrick's Day in perfect St. Patrick's Day style, except that he's wearing pants. Not for long, I'm sure. All right, Fingers, he's done the sip. He's moving it around. Do you, are, you, are you confused? Are you lost? Are you, are you having yourself an, an, an issue right there? Okay. All right. First of all, uh, I what is the proof on this, Tony? Did you mention that? I have not mentioned it. Hold on a second. Do I have the proof on the Telemordu? I can, I can find it in a second. Why do you ask? Okay, uh, because this is very smooth. No sting at all. No burn going 80 down. 80 proof. 80 proof. Well, there you go. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, the citrusy notes are there, uh, uh, and you get the oak on the tongue as well. Uh, very smooth, very good, very pleasant. Something that I think everyone should try. Oh, look at you. So basically, it's just a simple whiskey, and it's not necessarily knocking your socks off, but there's nothing no, wrong with it. But it, no, it's very pleasant. It's it's sturdy. It's there. I'm, I'm All right. Okay. He's now, for us, that's kind of a very simple review. Guys, we're, we're never going to play it for more uh, than it is. And I have always found that Irish whiskeys are never the thing that move my palate. It's not what really, what the bourbons offer and, and the complexity that the wood and specifically the oak of, of bourbon as opposed to, let's say, wood casks that, that the Irish whiskey might use um, really does move me. Really does, uh, that's what brings so much uniqueness to it. But here we go. There he this goes. This is the Tullamore and uh, it's, it's called the Kentucky Chew when you move yep. it around. So there he goes. He's doing the Tullamore That's really, really where he's going to. If he ever gets out of here, he's doing the Tullamore it has that classic Irish whiskey taste to it. There is no burn going down. A slight heat hit the lower chest as it finished. Floral is absolutely positively there. This is super easy. The fear of the ice chip right now is overwhelming. Because is it... Oh, that's a nice little finish, though. Mm -hmm. That's a nice little finish. It's got a good coating on the tongue. Are you getting the oak? I don't know if that's oak. I don't know if that's oak or that's just, I don't know. That's a nice little coating right there on the, on, on, on the tongue. It just kind of finishes up and really does this interesting job of, 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 of covering. I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that, I don't know what that is. Hold on, I'm going to do a cube. I'm oh, I'm he's I'm, doing it. I'm throwing it right onto a chip. This is easy. This is a super, super easy Irish whiskey runs about forty to forty-five dollars a bottle. Now you have to like the flavor of Irish whiskey to make this work for you. I find Irish whiskey is a few and far between drink for me. That's not to say it's bad. It's that for me, for where I like to be in my palate, it's not the everyday at all. But I, I do it because I want to appreciate what other people have to offer, what it is that other uh, worlds are, are bringing to the table. Now, at $40 a bottle, this may be a little bit more than I, what I would want to spend on this. Uh, I'm not an Irish whiskey guy. But being that we're so close to St. Patrick's Day, ladies and gentlemen, I, <laughs> I implore you, if it's between Tullamore Dew, the 12-year-old Irish whiskey, or green beer, Go for the Tullamore Dew. No green beer. Tullamore Dew on St. Patrick's yeah, Day. Yeah, you're, you're, you're too refined for green beer. 
the guys at Whiskey Reviewer, as I knew we were going to do this, one of the things that they mentioned, whiskeyreviewer.com, sea spray. And I said to myself, can I find that? And the answer is, I cannot. I have no capacity to find that. That very traditional Irish whiskey flavoring is there. That citrus is there, even on the cube. It just brightens up a little bit. It didn't change uh, the, the flavor for me. But in terms of an easy, easy thing to do, oh, this is easy. Sea spray, I wouldn't be able to detect anything like that. Seagram's, that I would have been able to spot. But sea spray, that's a little bit above my pay grade. I do like it on, on, on the chip. I just put one ice chip in there. Oh, you're going to make me do that, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. I, I think it does. So I, what did it? What happened? What did it bring out? I thought it cooled it down just a touch from whatever heat that was there, and allowed a little more of those traditional flavors and a little bit more of that citrus to really build it, it, it itself up to kind of give it a little bit more. It took a touch of that coating of the tongue away, which is kind of nice. Yeah, right. It's a kind of nice uh, feel. But the Tullamore Dew Twelve Year. If, if you like Irish whiskey, certainly this is something you're going to play with and, and you can work with. And you're not going to feel bad about buying the bottle. You're not going to feel bad about buying the bottle at, at all. No, I come across as a tight wad. I understand that. I'm always looking for value. $40 is not the most expensive bottle of booze in the world. But I can appreciate if you're going to do $40 on a bottle of bourbon versus a bottle of Irish whiskey. Right. Or if you're a scotch guy, doing it on a scotch instead of a bourbon, doing it on a tequila, right? There are things where you're like, okay, for me, that's the value, and for me, it's not. Irish whiskey, in, in general, not where I reside. But this is a very simple, the Tullamore Dew 12-year, very simple, couple of worthy flavors in there. Definitely is 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 easy and, and satisfying in, in a way. Check it out for yourself. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. So Burger King wants you to know how very sorry they are. And man, you could someone got fired for this. It's Eat Drink Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. It's Twitter, Fingers. And as we all know, Twitter will ruin your life. <laughs> Twitter will destroy you. If you trust Twitter, if you use Twitter, it there, there, look, there's just there's just no way around it. There's no good things that will happen from social media. So do yourself a favor and stop now. Unless you're following us, go Eat, Drink, Smoke on Twitter, Eat, Drink, Smoke on Facebook, Eat, Drink, Smoke podcast on Instagram. Here's the story. Burger King wants to do something good. I think it was International Women's Day is what they call it. They've got a day for everything. International Women's Day. Go women. Female smokers, good on you. Female drinkers, good on you. Females, good on you. Every day is International <laughs> Women's Day. Who are we world, kidding? In the world of Fingers Malloy. <laughs> it certainly is. So they were um, working a way to say, hey, there aren't enough female chefs, and we want to help change that. We want to help build out a scholarship program to address the fact that in the UK, because this came from Burger King UK, there aren't enough female chefs, and we want to help, and we want to engage scholarships uh, to, to, to do that. So they're like, we're going to put out this whole thread on Twitter, and we're going we're gonna to really get people excited about this. So the tweet starts, the first tweet in the thread starts with, and it's from Burger King, women belong 
in the kitchen. Tony, you can't say that. My gosh, we're on the radio. What do you? I am quoting Burger King. <laughs> that people weren't fired. Like um, you could actually hear the sound of pink slips being given out because I'm so old. I know pink slips. <laughs> Holy cow! They thought this was a good idea. Are you sure it's they? Because usually when you see something like this, some sort of campaign like this, you assume that they ran it by 10, 15 people. I find it hard to believe that a group of people got into the room and said, I have a thought. And everybody said, that's a great idea. You should tweet that. Now, the problem here is that people only see the first tweet. They don't see the rest of it. And, they're like, and, and they go out of their minds. What Burger King is attempting to do, cool, fun, solid, smart, go get them. Absolutely. Holy mackerel. The backlash. The And the best is the, the chief marketing officer is like, we could have done that better. <laughs> well, is that right? What gave it away? What gave it away? Was it perhaps the tweet that somebody had to write and then spell check, women belong in the kitchen? This never would have happened on MySpace. <laughs> Just saying, keep it on my space and you'll be safe. This is ridiculous. Listen, first of all, we're all too sensitive. I, I understand people. We agree being, it's a bad tweet, right? It's it's a bad tweet, but clearly it was part of a larger message. But people are focusing on the first tweet and not the entire message. Oh, no. Yeah, absolutely. But that's what happens. That's what social media does. That's why... Uh, Look, I, I you can find me at Tony Katz. You can find fingers at Fingers Malloy. But I don't do much. I don't do much because what's uh, it, it, it's a cesspool, man. There's no winning. There's only surviving, and that's no that's not fun. I think it's actually smart if we all decide to step away together, right? I mean, we're too attached to our phones to begin with, and it's too much of a time suck. But you're right. It's it's a toxic experience right now on Twitter and it brings up a lot of emotions in people that let's face it would anyone have any idea that someone at Burger King had a thought like this if it weren't for social media because no it wouldn't be on social media but right. everyone's on social media and everyone is getting outraged by things they see on social media and anything I think and everything I think it's contributing to not only the the toxic political climate we're in but just a, a general sense of of anger in right. society today because people are seeing all these hot takes on social media and they're they're getting emotional and they're getting angry. And the other problem is they're not getting enough sleep because they don't have a my pillow. And now with promo code Tony, what do you think of my segue? That's beautiful. Is that good? I'm learning my way. Seriously, guys, thrilled to have them as a sponsor. My pillow giving the same attention that they've given to pillows to towels and sheets. They're, they have a proprietary, proprietary uh, technology to each MyPillow towel, highly absorbent, soft to the touch. And you can use promo code Tony to get an incredible deal. And also the Giza Dream Sheets, the world's best cotton, ultra soft and breathable. I have them. They are on uh, my bed with that sateen weave, that luxurious finish, available in like all different colors and sizes, machine washable, durable, a 10-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code Tony. Here's what's going to go on. For you, six-piece towel sets and Giza sheets are buy one, get one free. It's promo code Tony at MyPillow.com or you can call 800-873-0758. MyPillow.com. Promo code Tony. 
is what you use. Promo code Tony. Buy one, get one on all six-piece towel sets and the Giza Dream Sheets, and you will never have a bad tweet again. That's <laughs> how that works. St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day, my friend, is 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 just about here. We want to help people celebrate. We've got the, the Tullamore Dew, and some people, they're going to have to celebrate at home because, of course, the bar's not so much open because of COVID. So the people at OC Register, they've got a couple of ways to figure out how to celebrate. And, of course, they want you to celebrate with a Guinness. Celebrate with a Guinness. And if you check out the Facebook page, facebook.com slash eatdrinksmoke, Fingers Malloy will show you how to pour the perfect pint of Guinness. It won't be my first time pouring one. No. And it won't be day. my last. <laughs> yes, exactly. So what they suggest is that if you're going to have a Guinness, you pair it with some snacks. Now, you can try the Blarney Stone dessert. That recipe is on the Facebook page. But also, a cheese board is a good pairing snack with strawberry preserves and sharp Irish cheddar, Gouda, Asiago, or Pecorino Romano cheeses to contrast the sweetness of the beer. Those aren't bad. I mean, except for the Irish cheddar. Uh, it's not specifically Irish, but I think that's part of the problem. It's, it's hard to do Irish foods. I'm not a, certainly not an expert in it. Because, let's be honest, how many times a year do people cook corned beef and cabbage at the house? I mean, Not just, enough. It's, it's like turkey and Thanksgiving, right? Not it's, enough, it's, man. It's fantastic. I love it. But, but that's the only time people do it is, is around St. Patrick's Day for the most part. Uh, I just can't think of, other than, of course, the Blarney Stone that we just had, uh, too many Irish snacks. They mention on uh, this piece that a grilled cheese sandwich is a good pairing with a Guinness. Uh, that's actually very good. I, that I could eat that. It's good for Duncan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tomato soup. Yeah. Who needs tomato soup? It's St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> One of the things they do mention is using it as a marinade for slow cooked ribs. Would you use Guinness as your marinade as as a, as a beer? Because beer and marinade works, right? Helps I, break down the meat pretty well. I yes, but I don't think I've ever used Guinness as a marinade. No? I've used uh, Sam Adams. As okay. a marinade, and I've and actually I've used uh, Sam Adams cherry wheat as a marinade. So basically, you're all American with your marinade. Absolutely, you have no time for the Irish marinade. I like stout too much to waste it on a marinade. I want to drink it. I get that. Now I, I can appreciate that uh, very very well. There's also ways to use Guinness in making cakes, and and like like at, at my house we make a Guinness chocolate cake, which is really really good. That does work. That absolutely works, and is and is worth trying. So. If you have Guinness recipes, we'll take them, and we will try them. Or if you just want to see Fingers Malloy drink a Guinness, facebook.com slash eat, drink, smoke. Eat, drink, smoke. It is your cigar, bourbon, foodie, radio extravaganza. Tony Katz, America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy, and this is the Tullamore Dew, the 12-year in the Glen Karen glass here at Blend Bar Cigar, where we record in Indianapolis, Indiana, also in Nashville, also in Houston, also in Pittsburgh, blendbarcigar.com. It's just a very simple Irish whiskey. If you like Irish whiskey, it's right there for you. Playing easy, a little bit of that citrus note, nice little bit of nose on the cube, just making it a little brighter. Very, very easy. Yeah, very happy with it. It's uh, the the floral notes that you talked about is usually a turnoff for me. It's not what I'm drawn to. I'm not getting much of that. It's more of the citrus and oak flavoring that I'm picking up. And uh, with the chip, it, it, it the chill on it is, is very nice. This is something that I think 
if you handed this to someone who uh, isn't a big whiskey person, or they'll be fine with it, or someone who likes whiskey, right. they'll enjoy it as well. Yeah, I, I've said, and I'll say it again, Irish whiskey is not where I, I live and breathe, right? That's not my everyday. I, I make sure I try them. I, I make sure I'm, I'm involved. Uh, but it, it is simple and easy, very much that traditional Irish whiskey kind of feel to it. Without saying, give it a shot for yourself. $40, $45 a bottle. You make uh, the call. The Tullamore Dew uh, 12 year. It is time, Fingers Malloy, for News of the Week. You know, Tony, we were talking about this off air. Uh, we've been in the radio and podcasting business for a long time. We have. I've been podcasting now for 12 years. Is that right? That's a long time. It's a long time. And one of the things that you always say when you are promoting your podcast is, hey, subscribe to the podcast, wherever fine right. podcasts are sold or your favorite podcast platform. Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, we're everywhere. Apple wants to move away from saying subscribe and they're giving you a follow option instead because when you say subscribe, a lot of people think that that would maybe be a paid subscription as opposed to saying follow. So they want us all to change the language and start saying follow instead of subscribe. So no one that- cares. <laughs> no one thinks that. No one. Do they have market? Have they done a study, data that shows I would subscribe to the podcast, but I think it's going to cost me. I think they are following the lead of places like uh, Spotify and Amazon and Stitcher who already go with the follow option instead of subscribe. I uh, Listen, I agree with you. People that have been... I, you know, I didn't know there was already a move in, 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 the, in, the, in the verbiage. Yeah, there is. And I'm, I'm with you, Tony. I mean, I don't know of many people that are... So, uh, that haven't been in a podcast that when they get into podcasts it's been around long enough when you say subscribe right. they aren't thinking they're paying for it yeah I, I, I wouldn't think they would think that either it was just part of the vernacular it, it, it's there but they, if, if they have been able to do some kind of uh, market research looking at younger generations that maybe are more into podcasts or maybe older generations that think subscribe mean dollars well according, according to Engadget Right. Okay. There are rumors swirling that this may be a strategic necessity because there is talk that Apple will be launching a premium podcast service. So you may be subscribing to their premium podcast service. What would the service. premium podcast service do? Make you pay for the podcast. That's the only thing I can think of. I okay. mean, that's- so now the question is, all of these popular podcasts, now we're going to find out whether or not they're popular? It could be, you know, there was talk a few years ago, a lot of people in the podcast world were worried that Apple was going to drop podcasts completely. Right. And now there's talk of maybe them having this premium podcast service. So we would, there would be a differentiation between free podcasts and a, subscri- a subscription to premium podcasts at Apple. So that's one of the rumors that's swirling around. But it, be, but it has to be not because Apple wants to make the dollars. I mean, do they think they're going to take the same 30% as they do from apps? I think the podcasters are going to have a way different view of that. Or is this a way for the podcaster to be able to uh, make dollars, right, and, and work with, with their listeners and followers, whatever you want to call it, in a, in a, in a Patreon kind of way or in a locals uh, kind, kind of way where people are paying to have access to the content. It's very interesting. If you're a content provider, you have to be a little bit worried because, listen, we've mentioned on several occasions, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, iHeart, right. uh, Radio, uh, Amazon Music, Stitcher, uh, Google Play. There are plenty of places where you can find Eat, Drink, Smoke, but 
Apple Podcasts is the real giant. And right. if they're going to start charging podcasters to be on the platform... Oh, wait, that's different. Th- I have not heard that. Well, but if we're talking... Where, where are they going to go with this premium podcast service are you going to have to pay to be on the premium podcast service if you're a podcast all this stuff needs to the more information needs to come out on this so it's going to be interesting to see but for now they want us to say instead of saying subscribe to eat drink smoke on apple Podcasts, follow eat drink smoke on apple Podcasts. i don't care which one you do just do it (laughs) yes that's please next so tony so so uh, fingers another story that you could say, if you think about it, should be on duh.com. How have we not started duh.com? I don't know. Duh.com is where we take all the stories where when you hear them, you're like, duh, and we put them together. Duh.com. How, can we please just get this done already? We should, and probably someone has already done it. Son I, of I, I guess we should look and see if it's been taken. But YouTube streaming on TV screens jumped 20% during 2020. What? Apparently, a lot of people were at home last year and went to more than 120 million people streamed on YouTube and YouTube YouTube TV on their TV screens. That's a 20% jump from the previous year. Honestly, I don't even think that's enough. They shouldn't even be proud of that. 20% jump when everybody's at home. If it's not a 14 billion percent jump, don't even don't even send out a press release about it. That is that is that only tells you how much Disney Plus and how many other options are out there. Well, I got to tell you, Tony, uh, I'm to the point where I get almost all of my content on YouTube on my TV. I hardly watch anything. On I don't do any YouTube TV at all. Really, Zero. I I don't get the YouTube TV subscription. I just wait. Or is it a follow? Uh, what's that? Oh, no, that was a subscription. Yeah, 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 right. right. Yeah, they've got a whole YouTube TV where you can get, I think, 75 channels uh, if you pay. It's I, like I 50 bucks a month. I think it's more than that now. Uh, yeah, and it includes a DVR service and all that. Free bowl of soup. <laughs> it looks good on you, though. Uh, but uh, I, I, I get the, yeah, thank you. I get the, the, the free stuff on YouTube, and I put it on my television. I mean, just, uh, well, the slot machine channels. Can we uh, talk t- about this? So Fingers Malloy watches other people play slots. And these people have figured out a way that you can give them money. They will then play slots on the money you gave them, but you don't get to share in the money if they win. It's their money. And people do this. Yes. Brian Christopher Slots is a big channel. Uh, the Slot Lady is another big channel on YouTube. You can join their Patreon, and people will send them mo- money every month that they can gamble. Of course, they're also getting revenue from the clicks, the views on YouTube. And then if they do a live event, they do these things. And this, is, this isn't this is just with slot machine channels. It's for all YouTube channels. Right. They have a live chat, and you can, get, you can contribute to their channel and put a super chat and you give them money right then and there, and your little message in the chat appears at the top. And there's one. There was one. Uh, Brian Christopher did this thing where he said, "If someone sends me a hundred dollars, I will do a hundred dollar pull on a Wheel of Fortune machine." He got five people to donate a hundred dollars through Super Chat. He did five pulls, broke even, and said, "Thank you very much. Thanks for watching. Have a good day." I, We're in the wrong business. I, 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 no, no, no. The people who realize they're in the wrong business are call girls. <laughs> Because it's hard to get somebody to pay you. And here's a guy pulling a, just pulling a slot. 
Yeah. Good lord. Well, I used to make fun of uh, you know kids that would watch people play video games. I didn't get it. I didn't understand why people would watch. And then here I am watching people gamble on YouTube. There is a TikTok star from here in Central Indiana. I, I just read the story last year. She's nineteen. According to the sources, she made $800,000 last year. She does videos. You know what we do? Hours of radio. <laughs> we, are, we are just dumb. At 19. Can you imagine bringing in that kind of coin at 19 years old? I can imagine losing that kind of coin at 19 <laughs> years old. I can imagine spending it on things no one's ever heard of and not being able to. Like Brewster's Millions. I could be spending $800,000 at the age of 19. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. So people like craft beer, and they want to order craft beer. And the amount of people who've been drinking craft beer in the world of coronavirus, up through the roof. We've talked about spirits. We've talked about cigars. Up through the roof. The problem is states don't allow you to sell craft beer Interstate, it's eat, drink, smoke. Tony Katz, America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy, right there. The story was uh, it was kind of from a, a press release that the majority of consumers and brewers want beer shipping laws updated, and they they want to be able to buy from breweries all around the country. But the states have laws that don't allow it. We have watched them change the laws. In state after state after state, Kentucky, you're being able to order from, from distilleries. Of course, you're able to order home delivery. And they've changed that and kept that in places like Arizona, I believe Virginia as well. But this is an interesting one. Why shouldn't you be able to buy beer and have it shipped to you? Now, the one of the answers can be how it is shipped. So when you buy a bottle of bourbon, that's in, that's in glass. Right? That's in glass. So there's a way to package these things and do these things. Beer is a six-pack, traditionally a six-pack, might have an issue. In Indiana, where we live, Indiana is the home of the can. can I, I never, until I moved here, I never really saw, I mean, there was right cans of Budweiser, but craft beer in cans, that's an Indiana thing, and it certainly spread. The guys at Sun King, the guys at Three Floyds, uh, a Daredevil uh, brewing uh, now, and a host of other in the can and it is just the most accepted thing out there and I think it's a smart thing out there. If you could throw it in a can, what's the, what's the argument? What's the real issue with shipping these things? Our, our laws are, are draconian in many ways and uh, Neanderthal, to quote a phrase, <laughs> in others. Yeah, I don't get it. Uh, but, you know, I'm a transplant here in Indiana and it wasn't long ago where you couldn't even buy beer on a Sunday. In right. Indiana, why well, I came down here and visited, uh, and I was watching a, a Colts playoff game at a, a, a local brewery, and I wanted a growler to go. And I said, "Hey, give me a growler to go." And they looked at me and they said, y "You ain't from around here." <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, "Well, this is odd. I can't buy. Beer. I don't understand why you can't have this shipped to your home." I, I do know though that it can bring up other problems. A couple of weeks ago, had uh, someone ring the doorbell. Someone rang your bell. Yes, and you know and you answered the door. Well, you know, did you I go the, into did you a, check your phone first? I go into a panic because right. who wants visitors, right? And <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't order a pizza. I don't know who this is. So I opened the door, and there's a guy with a big brown paper bag. He said, "I got your liquor delivery." And for a split second, <laughs> evil fingers Malloy on my shoulder said, "You sure do," but. 
good fingers Malloy, angelic fingers Malloy on my other shoulder said, I, I don't know. He handed me the bag and I looked and it was two fifths of Seagram's. And I said, I, I didn't order this. And he goes, yes, you did. This is dot, 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 dot. Uh, fake street, street right. right? And I said, it's not, it's fake street, but it's not dot, dot, dot fake street. That's across the street. I could have taken that booze. He could have driven away. My neighbor could have said, I never got my booze delivery. Uh, and that seems to be happening quite a bit uh, <laughs> with different services. So, so, this. so this is basically a humble brag that you <laughs> weren't some worthless thief and didn't take somebody else's two-fifths of Seagram's. By the way, did you go visit your neighbor and be like, Seagram's? Come on, <laughs> let me help you. Help me help you. Seagram's would make a fine sponsor of the E Drink Smoke Radio program. The e Drink Smoke Radio program. Look, the 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 idea of people that's stealing, right? When yes. you take an order that's not yours, it's it's theft. But if we can do that, we can do the other thing. We can do the other thing. Now, Half Wheel, halfwheel.com, really good uh, site for for cigars. They are um, discussing that a cigar brand is increasing its prices. And it's a misleading kind of headline. It says 1,502 cigars increasing prices on March 22nd. No, 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 no. The brand 1502 is increasing uh, its its prices. Now, however, there are a bunch of companies that are announcing price increases um, for, for 2021. There has been a massive amount of cigar sales, huge amount of cigar sales between being at home, not having a commute, so you've got more time for the deck, the last dance with Michael Jordan. We've discussed these things. Is this a mistake or is this something that we don't see on our side, which is about the cost of what it takes to actually grow a tobacco growth cost, the labor cost that's involved. You're dealing with uh, Nicaragua. You're dealing with uh, you know Honduras. You're dealing with the Dominican. Maybe areas there are wanting to get a little more piece of the pie because of the explosion in, in excitement uh, around cigars. Uh, I'm not sure where this is coming from, and I'm also not sure how big these price increases might be. But they've got the whole list here. Well, yeah. Uh, Oliva's going to see a price increase. Uh, Arturo Fuente's going to see a price increase. Asylum's going to see a price increase. Ashton. These are some big names. Well, you mentioned the 1502 lines. Uh, Some of them will go up anywhere from 10 to 20%. And then when they go down the list, they don't uh, say what the price increase is for these cigar lines. But there are quite a few on this list that uh, we smoke on a regular basis that have announced that their prices are so going to go up. Ten dollar cigar, you're talking about a buck or two bucks. Yeah, that could be going up. I, I'm very curious how this plays out because you know you talk about the fact that you know value matters and price matters. I think that's true of a lot of people. I think price definitely does matter to a lot of people. And a dollar or two, depending on what you're going out for, depending on what you're doing at the lounge, can make a huge difference to what it is you decide. Uh, to buy. I have no issue spending $15 on a cigar. I'm totally fine with it. The four kicks that we've got right now, I will spend the $15 on this, $14 on this every day of the week and and twice on Sunday, the crown head four kicks Capa Especial. Happy to do it. I'll spend $20 on a cigar if I know it's something that I want. 
But I definitely take a look at $10 smokes, $11 uh, sticks, and say, is, you know, is this what I'm really in the mood for? What is the purpose of my being at this lounge at this moment? What is the purpose of my deck at this moment? It can make a big difference. Yeah. And well, we talked about this last week. People who don't smoke cigars, they, they don't understand it. They say, why, my goodness, $15 a stick. Well, we're smoking this four kicks right now, and we're well over an hour into it. If we were at a lounge and you were a drinker, you wouldn't think twice about in an hour and 15 minutes spending $15 right. on alcohol. Oh, it's no doubt that, that, that I make that equation, yeah. the enjoyment I get, and it's because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a sipper. I like to try things. I am not a big drinker. Right? Neither am I. Having a, I. I, I. There's nobody who would call me a big drinker, right? I'm not having a couple of drinks. I'm enjoying the drink. I want to see what it is that it can bring me. So I am willing to spend a little bit more on, on, on the cigar because that's where I'm getting my enjoyment. That's the reason that I showed up. This is very curious to me. Buck, two bucks can make a big, big difference. Well, we've discussed this plenty of times. 2020 was a very challenging year for the cigar industry between the coronavirus and, and um, you know, where they were getting their product, where they were getting their right. tobacco, and then all you know, also the, the fights with the, the FDA with regulation. I mean, all this stuff adds up. I think cigar smokers are forgiving, and they love the industry, and they love the craft, and... They love the lifestyle, and they love, they love the, lifestyle. the lifestyle. So I could see them looking, and if their if their cigar, their favorite cigar, has been the same price for a few years, probably you you got to come to grips with the fact that prices do go up over time. Twenty yeah. percent is a pretty big. I, we're jump. about to find out. So the Tullamore twelve year. You know what? This is an easy, simple Irish whiskey. If you like Irish whiskey, it's absolutely worth trying. $40 a bottle might very well be in, in your liquor cabinet. Certainly worth giving it a shot. This Capa Especial from Four Kicks, I'm happy. I, I am happy. We've been doing so much talking. I, I, I let mine sit there. I still have half a cigar to go. <laughs> right? I, I'm still in the middle of the second, third. I need a roach so, clip. I am. I am. That's not how. <laughs> it's a why? joke. Why would my God makes roach clip? By the way, first time mentioned on Eat Drink Smoke. Let's try and make it the last. If if we so could, and to the people of Michigan, if you listen to this podcast, you listen to the show. We don't like what's happening to the cigar lounges there. We don't like the fact that they're basically being shut down. If you want to talk to us, reach out facebook.com/slash Eat Drink Smoke. We want to hear from you. This is Eat Drink Smoke.